Hello, it's Kate here from Womankind, wishing you a warm welcome to Cyclical Living Unwrapped, where we explore the gifts and challenges of cyclical life with experts in the field of menstruation, perimenopause and cyclical living. And today I'm talking to Lou Perron. Hello, Lou. Hi, Kate. Thank you so much for having me here. Thank you for coming. And (laughs) I'm going to read your bio to you now. This is, that's my joy. (laughs) This is the awkward bit. (laughs) That's the very awkward. And I'm very happy that you're not reading me mine. (laughs) There we go. Because my my pelvic floor goes, whenever whenever anybody reads my bio, I go, And the throat closes a little bit as well. Do you notice the two being connected? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm there with you. So (laughs) I'm very grateful that you're here. (laughs) Lou is a menstruality and cyclical living mentor, a bit like me, really. She's an educator, speaker and mum, and she connects people to their cyclical nature so they can live balanced, authentic and fulfilled lives. After struggling with PCOS, Lou discovered menstrual cycle awareness, and this practice led to a deep inquiry into her own unique experience. And through this process, it not, which not only healed her pain, but she now also lives in a way which feels true and well-paced. Mm. Paced, paced, yes, paced. Well-paced. Yeah, yeah. Like steps. Yeah. Mm. And she offers talks, workshops, retreats, and one-to-one mentoring online. Yeah, that's me. Oh, that wasn't so bad. That's a really Ooh, good bio. That was that was okay. I was all right receiving that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. So oh, we're going to start with summer. Tell tell us your summer superpower. Mm, my summer superpower is generosity. Um, I also I have to be careful actually in summer around my credit card. Uh, because, and and often it's not for me, often it's for other people. Uh, That generally is where I've noticed. But yeah, my generosity is huge. I just want to connect with people. Um, I want to be able to give. I want to um, lavish people with my attention. Um, I I just want to give. It really is that time in my cycle where if, I really notice if there's not somewhere that I can channel that energy, you know, and and, and what's interesting is I can't lavish it on myself. I need, needs to be, needs to settle or other causes or creative projects or something like that. So yeah, it's, it's beautiful. The generosity at that time and the abundance that's available um, in me naturally, um, I feel very grateful for in my inner summer. And do, do you, does your family exploit this? Because I would. <laughs> well, maybe they'll listen to this and now they will. Uh, but yeah, no. I, well, it was, it was this time at Christmas where I think I was like day 18. And um, I walked into a grocery store and I walked out with 12 advent calendars for all of my friends' kids. And I literally just went like a little Mary Poppins dropping around advent calendars on front doorsteps. And I was like, I got home and I was like, I've just spent however much money on advent calendars and nobody asked me to do that. Why have I just done that? So it's usually self-motivated. Um, but yeah, it, it's just like an inner urge to spoil people, which is Yeah, I, I I realized that one of my one of my summer uh, I don't have a menstrual summer, but one of my summer 
inner summer tales is shopping. Yeah. But most of the time, really not interested. And then suddenly I'm like this laser focus on something very bizarre, like pillowcases. And yeah. Yeah. And it's almost, it's for me, it's um, in yoga, there's a principle called porno, which is fulfillment. It means like reaching a fulfillment. And for me, it's like channeling that energy in inner summer. It's like what will bring fulfillment to something and actually a lot of the time it's to somebody else what can I do to fulfill somebody else's needs or happiness or bring joy to them mm. uh, what, what trips you up in this what trips you up in your summer? um You're kind of in, inferring it but yeah 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 well well um <laughs> uh not seeing what I'm doing sometimes um can can be a thing so my credit card bill will trip me up two weeks later uh, but the no, I'm joking. The um, the major thing that that trips me up is I get too heady. I can get too ungrounded in that time, and it can become um, actually, it can become a point of anxiousness for me if I don't ground. So, like things like cold water swimming, that kind of stuff, like they're absolute musts for me. Uh, cold showers, that kind of thing, to make sure that I'm staying grounded um um but but generally um yeah and actually after my birth of my son um I really struggled with my inner summer because of my birth trauma so every time in the run-up to ovulation I had a really tricky time and actually I felt very low um and it wasn't until I uh realized it through tracking my cycle I noticed the pattern and then I was like okay and I had some um MMCs and um some, I also went to some talk therapy and stuff and then it sort of just smoothed itself out so it was that was an interesting one to also notice but that's um that's been a change through that matriescent uh process for me just for people who don't know an MMC is a menstrual a menstruality medicine so yeah yeah <clears throat> and what supports your autumn self oh so I, I had an MMC with you not so long ago. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that came from that was like really resourcing myself. And I think that for me is the time where I um, say no a lot more. I, could bec- I become much more selfish during that time. Like I flip from being incredibly generous, like I've talked about in my inner summer, to being very selfish. And that can, on the nervous system, I've had to learn how to manage that transition um but that ability to be able to know that that is a divine thing for me um that that I'm doing what I need to do to tie up my strings before I bleed Mm -hmm. understanding that there's a natural uh energy that wants to complete things um for me is is really nourishing so um and preparation so a bit like that birth um what do they call it nesting I kind of get that very strongly every month before my bleed where I'm just like right I just need to sort everything out um so allowing myself space and time to have that to do that to follow that natural energy and not pushing it away not trying to do what I should do actually following the my natural energy has been so unbelievably soothing for my system with my mental health and my emotional well-being it's just yeah that's been the most profound thing 
Oh, that's so interesting. And you're not you're not perimenopausal, but you're kind of that's kind of you know in the on the far distance. So how how yeah. are your cycles changing now? Are you becoming more autumnal in general? Yeah, and and again through that MMC, it was really interesting because I literally fell back into my inner autumn, like I was falling back into like a soft. Um, you know, like, well, those trampoline parks and it was full of sponges, like literally falling backwards. Yeah. And I was so held in my inner autumn. And actually that felt, again, that felt really soothing for me. Um, but I wasn't being asked of anything and I wasn't being demanded of anything. And I was left alone in kind of this womb-like space with fluid around me where I could swim and just be and float. And, and it was beautiful to experience. And because I had that through the MMC, I was like, oh, okay, this is something that's really deeply needed for me. So I'm kind of, because I, and this is the thing is I'm so grateful that I've got menstrual cycle awareness in the run up. So many women I know that haven't had this awareness. Like I have practiced M, uh, MCA for menstrual cycle awareness for nearly 10 years. So the gift from that in me coming into perimenopause, and then, and you know, going through that process, I'm curious to. Well, I'll never know because I, because I, I know what I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like I am more resourced to to be able to take care of myself, and also I have a plethora of people that I can lean into to ask. Okay, this is happening because I, I still like I get restless legs in my inner autumn. I get hot flushes. I get sleepless nights and you know that stuff happens um to different degrees on different months um but for me like I've really lent into cacao in the last year has been a huge tool for me ritual ceremony women's circles cold water as I said there's just been things where I'm like now nah, I've got to put myself I have to put myself first this isn't like a luxury or a nice to have it's rest has become and when I say rest, I don't just mean like laying down and doing nothing. I mean like ways of moving my body, connecting to nature. Like there's lots of different types of rest, uh, which is a different part of my work as well. It's part the intersection of rest and cycles, I guess, is my work now. Mm. Um, and I think for me, that's where I really practice what I preach. And that's, now I'd love to hear more about the different varieties of rest that you use. Yeah. So depending on where I am in my cycle will mean that I will need different different types of rest, basically. I mean, we've we've seen this, they talk about it with exercise, right? So that alone, like, you know, you you don't and and everybody's different and unique in this. And so it's gen it's it's general, I'm generalizing here, but based upon how our hormones are changing and maybe what our natural aptitudes are, um things like in our inner spring, inner summer maybe doing more weight-based stuff whereas in our autumn going to like a pilates reformer class really suits me personally and then when i'm in my inner winter because i still do have menstrual cramps and it's a very heavy bleed that i have and it's a very it's also a very divine experience like i don't really want to leave my house when i'm bleeding um for me, just moving my body in a really sensual way, a really slow way, a really respectful way um, is beautiful. Um, so the different types of rest that I play with and maybe that I've reframed as well is that transition between inner autumn, 
sorry, in a spring to, uh, oh my goodness, in a summer to in an autumn, it's imperative for me to have time to have some psychological rest. So that for me looks like a deep and meaningful with a friend. And where I thought that was a frivolous thing before, and it's been kind of chalked up to women gossiping. Now I understand it as a different frame. It's actually really psycho-spiritual. It's connective. It's validating. It's permissionful. It's, um, I feel so seen and witnessed and heard. So for me, and we both of the lineage of Red School, you know, a listening partnership then for me is really powerful. Um, to be able to actually express my emotions, um, whether that be journaling, whether that be screaming into my bed, whether that's going underwater. I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but going underwater and screaming underwater or raging in the sea is a really beautiful experiment. You you might feel silly doing it. I did the first time I did, but actually to actually fully express my emotions, not at someone else or not internalizing it, but actually letting it go, that emotional release, that emotional rest uh, was really powerful. Watching social media, you know, coming as in like watching how much I'm on it. So coming off it regularly um, is really restful for me. Uh, feet in nature. I hadn't quite understood the connection between us as a human being and frequency and our connection to nature. So we talk about grounding practices and, um, I, you know, I've had lots of people say, you know, take a, get morning sunlight on your face and take a morning walk on, you know, with bare feet. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, okay, like whatever. Now, actually, I actually understand it. <laughs> you know, I've just not understood it before, to be fair. Uh, whereas, like, I, I get the vitamin D thing and I get like, you know, circadian rhythms and, you know, kickstarting that system and getting this natural sunlight on your face. I, I understand that. But the grounding thing I didn't get, and it's because we're energetic beings, obviously, and the earth has a frequency and we have a frequency and actually we vibrate at a similar rate, if not the same. Um, so by plugging in our soles of our feet to the earth on a daily basis, we're reconnecting to something bigger than ourselves. And when we do that with intention, which is another type of rest, working with our intention, I find intention working intentionally or doing something with intention um really restful uh because in a way it helps me compartmentalize and I think a lot of us out there are trying to do everything all the time spinning loads of plates and actually being intentional is really helpful for me because it makes me be like right in this period of time I am focused on this thing yeah there's lots of different things in there that you could probably pull on but <laughs> That, Lou, that is the best and most diverse teasing out of what rest means. Yeah. Four yeah. minutes I've ever heard. Thank you. Well, so, I mean, I'm just blown away. Thank you so much. So articulate. This is definitely yeah. your zone. Yeah. So I want to know what kind of rest you use in spring. In in my, my inner spring? Hmm. So for me, my inner spring is like my favorite time in my, it's my favorite time of year. It's my favorite time in my cycle. And I am like, anything is possible. <laughs> I'm like so in love with life. Uh, so for me, and because I drop so deeply in my inner winter and I proper cave it, like I go into like my, I really go deeply into my inner cave. So me in a spring is all about reconnection. So it's it's 
you know, it's about getting that first, uh, it's a rebirth almost energetically for me. So it's about getting my first cold dip in again. It's about getting back into those routines that maybe I've stepped out of for, for, for five days or so. It's, um, and actually that feels incredibly restful for me because I'm back reconnecting with my kind of sacred practices as well, where I've gone really deeply inward. Now my sacred practices come back together again. And like, with with more oomph and more resource behind them because I've dipped into myself into the well of mama menstruality and me and yeah I I yeah I love that so much and then for me it's planning honestly it's like it like it feels so good to get my ducks in a row um in spring in spring huh yeah to get yeah so I have this I have a similar energy in spring and in autumn but one is ascending and one is descending so the ascending energy in um in a spring which is like I want to see people when can I see people and the descending energy of ducks in a row is more completion which is like where can I cancel things (laughs) what do I need to complete um and both of those things feel really restorative and restful and nourishing for me to be able to go because then at my points of presence in my inner summer, my inner winter, I'm organized. And I think that for me is my pattern is if, I'm, if I haven't done the stuff I needed to do in my inner spring and my inner autumn, then my points of presence are off. And that's when I start feeling wonky or more pain or disrupted or anxious and that kind of thing so interesting Hmm. so interesting and tell me where can you want to say something more about your work where can listeners find you what you what's what you're offering at the moment yeah no so oh well uh so (laughs) i'm on then so i have a podcast (laughs) called the cyclical living series which has got some lovely interviews and chats with people talking all about the menstrual cycle and how different people live with different cycles and yeah, so that's really great. That's on Spotify and Apple. It's called the Cyclical Living Series. Um, I do have a one-to-one program where people can work with me and I will mentor them for four months. So we go through three cycles. We have an opening ceremony and a closing ceremony. And it's a space for people to kind of dip into their own cycle experience and also tap into all of my resources. So whether that be... Um, how you take care of yourself, how you rest, how you deeply um, see yourself and be witnessed and heard and held in that space. It's a really um, healing uh, four months. Um, I also am an MMC facilitator like yourself. Um, so people that's can come. Mens- let's say it again. Mens- it's a, a menstrual, menstrual circle. circle. Yeah. So that's a process whereby people can kind of walk their inner seasons and find where their hotspots and where their medicine is within their own cycle. And then using menstrual cycle awareness and the way that they live can kind of eke out the kinks for themselves. And it's a really embodied way of becoming more intimate with your cycle, I think. Um, I love it. And then the last thing I'm doing is I'm going to be offering, so I have retreats in the New Forest, so depending on your geography and where you are in the world, I have a retreat called Radical Rest, which I run every other month, which is a half day 
in the new forest and I'm running the rest revolution this for here at here first I don't think I've said this to anybody actually out loud yet uh there will be a rest revolution in October that is coming so everybody is invited right everybody is invited (laughs) exactly yeah the rest revolution like what actually do we mean by rest what does rest look like in our lives so that four minute introduction I just gave you there it we're going to go into um it's based off the work of um Nicola Hobbs and her 10 different types of rest and it's actually taking them and looking at then correlating what we want at different times in our cycle maybe over that month period and what feels good and what do we need to reframe and what can we play with and doing that as a collective oh my goodness that sounds absolutely fantastic well, you should come Kate I'd love to have you there <laughs> I, really, I really want to yeah it'll be really fun and your uh what's your website so I'm just purely off Instagram. I just okay. work. I just work off of Instagram. I have a hub of lovely of a lovely community there. So I'm. It's Lou Perham, L O U P E I H A M, um, on Instagram. And I, um, yeah, I'm there. If you want to come find me, I'd love to connect. Thank you so much, Lou. Ooh, Thank you, it's been so so interesting. And as always, there's so much more that we could have dived into Mm. anyway if other people are curious about their inner seasons and how that looks for you and how that feels and how you can use these gifts and if you're navigating perimenopause you might enjoy our self-directed online course it's called perimenopause unwrapped and you can find it at woman-kind.co.uk and in Perimenopause Unwrapped, you can shine a light on the unconscious processes that are colouring your perimenopause experience and bring more awareness, choice and compassion to your transition and move from pain to trust. We would be delighted to welcome you there. And if you have any questions, you can contact us through the details on our site or through our email is in the show notes. Thank you, Lou. Thank you, Kate. See you soon.